what is going on everyone welcome to bloom thank you so much for joining my podcast today guys i am your host donovan and thank you so much for being here today um i'm super excited to be doing this podcast i've been trying to get this up and going for a little bit now ran into a few roadblocks getting started here but we are on the move we're starting to record so this is the first episode and more is definitely to come i'm super excited i've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately i've been getting inspired to do this for real i had the idea a little while ago and i was kind of like oh you know that'd be fun maybe i should do it maybe i shouldn't i kind of talked about it with my friends and it's just kind of throwing the idea around but we're doing it now (laughs) we're here this is happening so i'm super excited to be here and i'm honestly it's a new experience i've never done anything like this before so bear with me as i kind of learn the ropes here Uh, but i'm super excited like i said and you guys might be asking what is this show going to be about what are we doing this show i think the best way to kind of describe it is just going to be me talking about my life my life experiences things that are important to me things that i believe maybe aren't talked about enough Uh, One of the reasons I even wanted to do a podcast to begin with is because I just wanted to learn more and to actually talk about the important things of life and the not so easy easy things to talk about. I think as a society, we tend to shelve the topics that either make us uncomfortable or maybe hit close to home or maybe we just don't have a lot of experience or insight on it. So we tend to shy away from it. Um, me, I know I've definitely been at places in my life where I've like, oh, I think I know enough. Like I've kind of just not really tried to further my knowledge on certain topics. Maybe I just don't know about it and I don't really care to. Uh, But as as I've kind of gone along in my life, I really do love to learn new things and to have my eyes open to different perspectives and points of view. And I think on this show, we're going to have a good time doing that together. I plan on having... Uh, guests on this show to discuss with me about certain topics that I plan on going over so you guys can look forward to that I think it'll be kind of a fun interactive process with you guys and whoever my guests are where if you guys have you know a varying opinion or a different experience we'd love to hear about it I know I would love to hear about it Um, we would love to you maybe discuss some of your guys's insights and maybe even have some of you guys come on and join the podcast with me Um, So it's really going to be, I think, a fun time just discussing and having a chill time talking about stuff. (laughs) Just We're just going to be talking about stuff, guys. So hope you guys enjoy this and I hope you guys are down to be open-minded and talk about some important things to me. These are all stuff that I've kind of just been, I've been like trying to make a list of topics that I want to go through and kind of making that was interesting. I was, I was writing down these ideas. I was like, I wonder how I'm going to get into this and like what I'm going to say and wonder what my guests are going to say. So I guess we're all going to find out together and we're all just going to kind of come to whatever conclusion we come to and that'll be that. But, um, Another important note about the show here is that I am a practicing Christian, so all my perspectives and beliefs and opinions will be coming from that mindset, as well as a lot of the topics we're going to go through are going to be heavily influenced about things that have influenced my Christian walk, as well as experiences and topics 
about church. Um, that's going to be a heavy thing. There's a lot of things about church that I've seen growing up as I've been to many different churches. I've moved about nine times in my life. So granted, I've never moved very far as I haven't even been out of California before. But I've moved around California a little bit. And I've been to many churches in that process. And I have to say, it's been a very enlightening experience. As a younger kid, I wasn't always grateful for it. Because, you know, moving sucks when you're younger. You're like, oh, you know, I have my friends and don't want to leave my friends. And all this, you know, kind of non-important stuff as you always make new friends. And you, you know, it's, it's those trivial things that you really care about in your younger years. But... Like I said, I've been to a lot of churches and seen a lot of things, and I just feel like there's a lot of things that I kind of want to talk about and get your guys' opinion on and, you know, kind of talk with others about. So I'm going to have a good time doing that with you guys. So I hope you guys are ready to do that as well. Um, so switching gears a bit uh, for the first episode, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit about myself so that way you guys can kind of learn about me if you guys don't know me already um, and kind of get an understanding on who I am, where I come from, and you know how I got to become a believer and what kind of shaped my points of view my beliefs and my ideals so you guys can kind of understand where I'm coming from when we start to dive into these a little bit more serious topics that I plan to go over Um, so with that being said I guess I can kind of start about how I grew up and a few of my interests Uh, like I said my name is Donovan and I'm 20 years old I'm from Palmdale California super small town 50 50 miles north of the San Fernando Valley so if anyone knows where Palmdale is at shout out to my Palmdale folks um I come from a first generation Christian family so that's how I was raised and that's been one of the most amazing blessings in my life um my parents my siblings all great um I'm one of four siblings so I have older brother older sister also a younger sister I intend to have each one of my family members on this show at some point, so I hope to be able to introduce you guys to them if you don't already know them. Um, But yeah, so that's how I was raised in a first-generation Christian home. A bit about my interests. Um, As I've gotten older, my interests have kind of shifted a little bit, but um, I'm very into street performing. I got into street magic when I was about, uh, I want to say 12 or 13. It was when that movie Now You See Me came out. That kind of sparked my interest in card magic and from that on i've just been obsessed with cards (laughs) i have so many decks of cards and i've just been into magic ever since i used to have a youtube channel dedicated to my street magic and i was about 14 15 16 and it's just so bad i i hate watching it it's so cringy i mean some of the tricks i did are cool And I still do some of those tricks to this day, but just my communication skills and my presentation from a young me who was super shy and had no idea what I was doing on YouTube, it's awful. So I'm not going to tell you what that name is so that no one can watch it (laughs) because I don't want anyone seeing that. Um, But if you do want to see me doing some street magic and some other uh, cool card stuff, that is all on my Instagram. So you guys can go follow me there. I try to post a variety of different content on my Instagram um speaking of my instagram i'm also a bit into photography uh, and videography actually my first job was as a photographer for a portrait studio 
um, shout out to JC Penny. <laughs> I was working in the mall, um, just trying to get a job, and I, I'm, I had just graduated, or I was about to graduate, and I ended up getting hired as a photographer and a salesman. And I have to say, at first, it was super rough. I had so many <laughs> complaints about the pictures that I took for people at first. I got yelled at by customers. And I have to say, it was rough at first. It was very rough. But I had a great boss who was super good about training me because keep in mind, when I got hired at this place, it was the first time I had ever really held a professional camera. So I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what studio lighting was or just how to manipulate lighting in general. It was honestly a train wreck at first. But like I said, my boss, he was super good at training and he showed me the ropes. And now I'm not a professional by any means, but I can say with confidence that I can take a decent picture for you. So if you need a glam shot, feel free to hit me up and I'm happy to do that for you. Uh, but yeah, I kind of got into photography after that job and also videography. Um, that's kind of also what started me on YouTube was uh, learning just about cameras and about photography and videography and all that. Um, what else do I like to do? I love music. I love movies. And uh, yeah, those are kind of my main interests. And that's a little bit about what I like to do. Um, a little bit about how I was raised. Like I said, from a first-generation Christian home, my testimony kind of follows a lot of similarities that I know a lot of people that are raised in Christian homes have. Um, kind of just that, you know, good kid that went to church because uh, his parents brought him and he didn't really have any desire to be there. I know that was me for sure. I was there to see my friends. I was there to mess around and to just have a good time. I didn't really care about learning about the Lord or anything like that. Um, but it was about when I was 12 or 13, um, I had a conversation with my brother that I can honestly say changed my life. And my brother's always been a mentor for me. He's been showing me so much ever since I can even remember. I remember talking to him as a as a young lad, little kid, and he always just had so much wisdom. I think being the oldest child in our family, he just went through so much and our parents really, I mean, he was such a good learner. So as a, as a younger kid, I just watched my brother go through certain things and that taught me a lot for sure. I can definitely say most of the things I've learned and come to today our thanks to my parents and my brother. Um, but yeah, he uh, had this conversation with me. Like I said, I was about 12, I want to say. And he was telling me about this evangelism outing that I could have cared less about at that time, to be honest. I, I didn't care about the things of the Lord. I was very self-focused. But um, he shared with me anyway about this man that he shared the gospel with at this train station and how he professed to be a believer after that, after they shared the gospel with him. And he was just saying how moved he was and how encouraging it was to see the work of the Lord in this man's life, uh, just right there on the street at this train station. And then he kind of continued to question me a little bit, as I had never really made a profession of faith. I kind of just assumed I was saved because my family was saved. Um, 
But he asked me if I was to die today, where would I go, heaven or hell? And as a kid raised in a Christian home, I feel like, for me anyway, the only answer to that question was heaven. My parents are saved, my siblings are saved, I go to church every week, how could I not be saved is kind of the mindset that I had. I knew all the answers in Sunday school, I didn't really get into that much trouble. I can say from my childhood, I was the kid that was spanked the least, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'm proud of that statement. But uh, nonetheless, it was all because I was just fearful of being disciplined. It didn't really have anything to do with me wanting to obey. Um, but with that, all that quote-unquote knowledge that I had as a young kid, I thought that equated to me being saved. But upon further questioning on what the Lord really requires to be saved, I just realized how much I fell short. And it was at that moment that I kind of really saw myself for what I truly was, which was a self-serving sinner. And I wanted to make a change. And I wanted to accept him into my life. And I wanted to, I finally had a desire to understand and learn more about him. And I have all those messages that you hear at church from a young age time and time again, finally started to make sense. And I finally understood why it was that my parents go to church every week. It finally clicked for me. Um, on that note, I think going into my high school years after conversion, they were kind of rough, not gonna lie. Um, I went, not that I went through a bunch of things in my high school years, but it was kind of just, I got into a slump, I think. I kind of lost my desire that I initially had after conversion. I kind of just kind of sat back and fell into this lull of still writing my family's faith. And it wasn't really my faith. It was kind of just like, I know it's true and I believe it, but it wasn't firm foundation. It wasn't, I know this to be true and I believe this. It was I agree with my pastor pretty much. But it wasn't until my later high school years, about 18, 19, that I kind of got shaken in my faith. And I went through a few not so glamorous events um, that kind of just showed me where my focus was at at that time. Um, and it wasn't till the pleasure of the world that I was clinging to were taken from me in ways that I didn't anticipate and that I definitely didn't, yeah, like I said, I just, I really didn't see it going, my life going the way that it went. And I, I'll, I'm sure I'll get into that on a future episode, but it's a little bit much to get into now. Um, but like I said, I, it just, my life took a turn. And it took multiple turns. <laughs> Most of them were not for the best at the time. But the Lord used that to really make me refocus on him. To see that he's the only thing that can bring true uh, joy and peace to someone's life. And all those worldly things that I clung to before just kind of seemed not important. And I went... I mean, after the initial events, I kind of went months and months with just in and out of very sad times. And the Lord just brings you out of that so much stronger. And I'm so much thankful for his faithfulness, even through all the sin and all the 
all the mistakes that I've made as a kid. I can finally say that my foundation is where it should be. It's no longer me writing the faith of the people around me. It's this is my faith and I believe this because I know this to be true based off of what I've sought out in the word and what the Lord has shown me in my life. And that's a great place to be, honestly. Um, it's so much more freeing because as a, as a Christian, I think, or as a growing up in a Christian home, I think it's so easy to live kind of this double life uh, where you can do all the right things on the outside because that's what you're trained to do. That's what your parents have always taught you to do. But then as soon as you have an opportunity to live however you want, you kind of fall away. And that was a super encouraging thing to me when I moved, I finally moved out of my own when I was 19, um, kind of in the midst of some of these events that I kind of alluded to earlier. And I, I guess that's how I kind of knew I was still on the right track, even though I was a little bit uh, all over the place in my mind. I still wanted to be at church and I still wanted to hear the word. And it was because, I mean, my parents, like I said, I moved out. It wasn't my parents forcing me. I mean, they lived an hour away from me. So it was kind of all on me to make sure I was still walking and trying to learn and still trying to grow in the Lord. Um, And I had many people come alongside me during that time, like small group leaders uh, my parents have always been super involved. Like I said, my brother's been a mentor. And I've just had, I've been blessed to have a great support system uh, for my Christian walk. Um, but yeah, it was it was encouraging to see that I still wanted to go. So that was um, one of the things that helped me in my refocusing and kind of just getting back on track. But yeah, after um, kind of getting my foundation back, um, I've been I've been growing a lot, and just another reason why I wanted to do this podcast to kind of share what I've been learning and share how I've been able to grow. Because um, it's always encouraging to me when I talk to people at Bible study or church and anywhere, and I'm just able to learn and glean from their life. So I hope you guys are able to do that a little bit with me. I know I'm not the wisest person ever, not by any stretch, and just another reason to do this honestly is so i can get there at some point i think to always be seeking wisdom is definitely the way to go so i'm happy to do that um so i guess one thing i wanted to talk about today and i know everyone's talking about it is quarantine and this whole coronavirus thing and I'm not going to lie, it had me down a little bit at first. I didn't realize how much I liked going out <laughs> until I couldn't go out anymore. Because I'm, t- I'm typically a uh, more reserved person. And, you know, I, I stick to myself. But um, once they're like, you know, stay inside and don't hang out. And like, go, don't go to restaurants or anything like that. I was like, man, this is rough. But... I kind of had a change of heart about a week ago. Um, I was kind of just like sitting, listening to some music. I started thinking about when the quarantine is over. And the thought I kept having that I kept coming back to was, what do I want the story 
for this quarantine for my, for my life to be? What do I want the narrative to be for this? And it kind of tr triggered this motivation in me to really start doing more. And we have more time than we've ever had. We're at home all day for the most part. Um, and, it, and even if you're still working from home, there's still so much time that we didn't have before. And I definitely want to be able to say when this is over that I use that time in the best way possible. In both aspects of my life, I want it to be intentional in my spiritual walk. So whether that's reading more, definitely reading more, um, praying more, uh, even talking to fellow believers more, being intentional with reaching out to fellow believers that are struggling or even not struggling, just trying to encourage one another. And I think that's important during times like these. Um, I know I, I met with my small group over Zoom, which was awesome. And I, I felt so encouraged after that. So I think the more of that that we can get during times like this, the more we can seek that out as believers, the better off we'll be. Um, and even on the other side, even on the more uh, just, I mean, I hate to say silly, but just on the more, I guess, creative side is what, the best word to use. Um, to, to really take this time to do the things that you want to do. If you've had a hobby that you haven't gotten the chance to get around to, or if you, you know, want to try cooking or you want to try, you know, working out more, whatever it is, honestly, whatever it is, use this time as intentionally as possible to do that. Um, I, for me, I mean, I've been practicing on all the things that I enjoy. So like I said, card magic, um, photography, videography, and this podcast is something I've been wanting to do, like I said in the beginning, and I didn't necessarily have the time for it at first, but now is the perfect time to get started and to learn and to figure out as many things as I can and be as intentional with this time as I possibly can be. Um, so I would say just to push yourself during this time, to really go for it. And so when this is over, you can say without a hint or of hesitation that you used this time to the best of your ability. And I know I'm not doing that perfectly. I'm still working on that. So if you guys have anything that you guys want to do, leave it in the in the comments below. and We can kind of uh, chat about what we want our quarantine goals to be. I know one of them for me is to work out. I don't enjoy necessarily working out that much, but I know it's something I should do to stay healthy and to be in shape. So I've been working out with my best friend twice a day now. So that's more than I've ever worked out. And honestly, I can say after a couple weeks of doing that, I feel better than I've felt in such a long time. So, yeah, if you leave what you guys want to do during this time in the comments and really set challenges to do those things, uh, like I said, both in your spiritual walk and in your regular day-to-day -day, with whatever you guys want to do. Make this time as fulfilling as it can be so when this is over, we come out of it better than when we went in. I think that's the goal. So if you guys have enjoyed this first episode of the podcast, give it a like and subscribe. I would love to see you guys on the next episode. Um, so like I said, give it a like and subscribe. 
Um, all my social media will be in the description of this video. Um, so go ahead and follow me on there so you guys can get updates about the podcast. I'll be posting clips on my Instagram, uh, little snippets about guests I might be having or topics we might be covering. So it's going to be a good time. Go ahead and check that out. And I will see you guys on the next episode. You guys have a good one.